Taeyeduhan. You may or may not know me, but I'm the host of this very podcast that you're listening to actually, titled Human in Progress. A year ago, I published my first episode titled Your Energy is Immaculate. And I was so excited to have the world listen to it, to have my friends and family give it a listen as well, um, and kind of introduce myself as a podcast host. And I realized that, you know, at the time at least, that this was a great way for me to reflect, that this was a great format for me to um, put out my thoughts on the internet, because I'm a talker. I'm also a writer to some extent. I feel like I am more comfortable with with writing my ideas down on paper than have to say them out loud because sometimes I feel like they get all jumbled up in my head and that it's a bit hard for me to articulate what my message is. So you have to bear with me because sometimes I might, not sometimes and not might, but I will definitely for sure go off on tangents. But I promise you that these tangents will ultimately make sense. So that's why you just have to be patient with me. So just a disclaimer, fair warning. Um, But yeah, so I decided to get back into it and revive this podcast because I feel like the objective on which I built this podcast still stands. I want to create a safe space for people to come together and just acknowledge that their failures don't define them and that we're all trying to figure it out we're all humans and we're all trying to get through life which makes us humans in progress no one's perfect um otherwise this podcast would be titled you know perfect humans but it's not so the fact that you know at whatever age we get to or we're lucky enough to get to Ultimately, we're still trying to make sense of the world that we're in, trying to make sense of the environment that we're in, trying to make sense of our purpose on this earth. And at least for me, over the last few months, this idea has become more and more magnified in my mind. Like, what am I here to do? How can I create a sense of purpose and direction for me to feel like I am... or at least not not for me to feel anything, for me to have a reason to wake up every morning, for me to feel like, okay, I'm doing this because one, two, three. You know, I, I wanted to give myself a justification. I wanted to give myself a reason for all the work that I've been doing, for all the effort that I've been putting in into bettering myself, improving my skills, growing my mindset, etc. So I wanted to give myself that justification, that reason, maybe as an excuse, that you know I'm doing all this for a greater purpose and I'm not just doing it for the sake of doing it because if you really think about it for me to tell myself that I'm just doing it for the sake of doing it then there's no point there's no motivation there's no um, reason to to adopt uh, you know a disciplined mindset then you know so there's this constant struggle in the back of my mind and maybe even in the front of my mind most times and most days where I'm like who am we're like I, I question myself like I'm like who am I what am I doing like what what even am I here to do what what is the purpose like of um my daily doings my habits so yeah 
I realized also when I was speaking to many of my friends and even my parents on this that everyone has the same question. Everyone's asking themselves the same question. Maybe not every day, maybe not all the time. But you do ask yourself this question every now and then. And my parents who are 50 years old, my sister who's 17 or 18, you know, there's this huge age gap. There's this huge discrepancy. But when you ask each of them, if they're still trying to figure shit out, they're going to answer you, yes, for sure, they're still trying to figure shit out. My dad, who's been through so much in his life, my mom, who's been through so much in her life, are still trying to figure it out. My sister, who's 17 or 18, I'm sorry, sis, I, I still get confused about your age. But yeah, if my sister was like, I'm going to say she's 18. She's 18. She just started her first um, university, sem- her her semester at university. So I'm very excited for her. But yeah, so she's trying to figure it out. Of all people, she should be the one who's trying to figure it out the most because she had to pick a major. She had to, um, you know, choose which university to go to. She had to choose whether or not she, ha- she wants to stay in Lebanon. So there are so many decisions that you have to make from such a young age. There are so many decisions that you have to make as you grow older. And those decisions prompt you to know who you are, whether it's the type of industry, the, the, the industry you want to get into, whether it's the type of job you want to take on. You have to know who you are before you take all of this responsibility on your shoulders. And for me, that's where my main struggle stems from. I don't know who I am. And it's funny because I've done so many interviews over the last few months and every single time. The number one question I get is, what do you do in your free time? I'm like, I literally look at the interviewer, not with surprise, because I saw that question coming from a mile away. But I look at the interviewer and then I look at myself on the screen because it's a virtual interview. I'm like, hey, you should have had an answer prepared every single time. It's funny to me that I have, every single time I create a new answer. It's like one time I say, oh, you know what? I'm dabbling in baking. And another time I'm like dabbling in painting. Um, or I'm dabbling in, in, in piano playing or some instrument or whatever. So I try to create this fake personality behind who I really am to show that I have passions like You're not interviewing someone who has nothing to do in their free time, even though I don't have free time at this point. Free time to me sounds like um, uh, a novelty or it's like a, a, I don't know, it's this weird concept that I haven't experienced in a long time. But anyways, um, that's not what we're here to talk about. But regardless, when the interviewer actually asks me, like, what do you do in your free time? I have no answer for them. Because I genuinely don't know what I do in my free time. My free time consists of me obsessing over what I have to do in my non-free time. Uh, what I have to do, um, you know, f- to complete the, the tasks that are pending from me for my internship, for my work. Um, they consist of me obsessing over what I have to do for university. So it's a lot of contemplation. It's a lot of thinking that I do in my free time. I wish I could answer that to them, but obviously they're not going to hire me. Like that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for people who have a diverse background. They're looking for people who are well-rounded. They're looking for people who are not just working 24-7. They're looking for people who 
have hobbies. They're looking for people who may play an instrument, who may, uh, you know, who are artists in their free time, who um, are cooks and bakers and whatever. And it's become even more important to find these types of people because post-COVID, you know, we all had this time at home. We all had this time to sit around, maybe do nothing at some point because we weren't allowed to leave the house. So obviously there's this uh, energy or like this gravitational pull towards different elements in your home or different activities on your computer or different whatever, different activities overall that you could pursue or take on and try to perfect. There are so many people over COVID who worked on their baking skills. There are so many people who worked on their cooking skills, who became content creators, who became um, YouTubers, who became uh, musicians and singers. They had this talent before, obviously, but they took the time to build on that skill that they found they're good at and try and perfect it and try to be good at it, try to monetize it even. And for me, as I watch all these people figure out those skills that that they have that they possess it becomes even harder for me to come to terms with the fact that I don't have these um, passions or these skills on my own you know I, I tried baking and I failed at it so many times I even tried making cookies a few days ago and it became a pizza cookie. They call it they call it a pizuki. So I had like three or four, maybe even five balls of, of cookie dough um, in a round tray that were spaced out properly. Like I'm going to defend myself here. They were spaced out properly. Maybe there I used too much butter on the pan, but whatever. I put it in the in the oven. And I was like, you know, and I was staring at them for like the first three minutes. I was like, wow, this is going good. Like they, they're already looking good. Like I'm excited. And then I leave them for like 10 minutes because I have to leave them in for like 14, 15 minutes max. I go back and I see this huge pizza cookie where all the cookies just <laughs> integrated with one another. They just became one. Because as they flattened out, there was no space for them to, to like widen out. And so it became one whole cookie. I was sad for sure because I was so excited. Like the recipe was going well. The smell, my, my, my dad could smell the, 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 the smell of the, of the dough. And he was like, wow, this actually smells good. I think you're going to do a good job now. I was like, yeah, I'm excited. I chilled the dough. I made sure to beat the egg. I made sure to put like the exact amount of flour and sugar and whatever. And even brown the butter because like on the stove, like you can brown the butter. That's like the secret to the best kind of chocolate chip cookie um and I spent a lot of money on their ingredients but then again but then when I saw the pizza cookie and everything I was so disappointed with myself I was like the one thing that I that I could have gotten right I didn't get right then I took it out of the oven and I put it out on the stove to cool I went back to it it turned out it hardened it became so hard like you could throw it at the wall and I don't think it would break because it's that hard and I was so sad I tried a bit of it and I'm not going to lie, it tasted good, but it was so sweet. And I could still taste some sugar in it, like some sugar that wasn't fully dissolved in the mixture. 
so that's even more disappointing because my, I literally like almost hurt my muscles as I was like whisking manually because like the the electrical whisk isn't the best and we don't have like all the best um I would say materials to bake so yeah it was it was a very disappointing process very disappointing end result but this example should show you that I'm not a good baker um but I'm a good sandwich maker so that's one thing going for me and from what I gathered from about myself like I don't have a knack for playing instruments on my own at least like learning on my own although I've tried it for a bit and then I just let go of it because I thought I wasn't good there's also the art aspect so I really love art I really love appreciating art from a distance but I'm not an artist I don't you know on a whim come up with this concept that I want to draw out or sketch or whatever and I feel like you know yeah this is going somewhere the main takeaway which I feel like you can probably get on your own is that the one thing I lack is discipline is consistency with one thing so baking I failed at it so many times but I kept going back to it like I'm gonna I'm gonna try and attempt this cookie recipe again I'll let you know how it goes don't know how it's gonna be but fingers crossed so there's that there's the music aspect so I played the piano for what um, a few weeks didn't think I was getting good didn't think I was getting better so I just quit and then I tried the art thing for a bit which I'm calling the art thing so and I quit because I didn't feel like I had the talent I didn't feel like I had enough of the creative juices flowing in the back of my mind all the time for me to be such an artistic person or someone with an artistic eye so ultimately I quit at almost everything I tried to take on because I didn't feel like I was getting good I didn't feel like I was good enough for these types of skills for these types of activities I didn't feel like I was getting any better I didn't feel like I was Basically, I didn't feel like I was getting good fast. And that's the problem. Because, at least for me, I want everything fast. Like, I want the job now. I want the talent now. I want the skills now. Like, for someone who has been patient for so long and who has been, um, you know, putting in the effort, showing up every day, doing as much as I can every day, um, to try and build my rapport, to try and build my, my skill set, to try and whatever, from a professional perspective, of course. You know, obviously that takes a lot of patience. But for some reason, when it comes to the important stuff too, when it comes to other important stuff, beyond just my professional measure and my professional experience, it's so hard for me to be patient, so hard for me to admit that, you know, I'm not good at this, but I want to try again. And I'm not good at this, but... You know, it's worth it to give it another shot to see if it will work because it's just it's disappointing and it's confusing because like what am I going to tell myself years from now that I quit this this um, this hobby because I wasn't getting good at it quickly. Like that's not a good enough excuse. Like at least I should come up with an excuse that's valid. So yeah there's the hobby thing which you can tell isn't working out very well and there's also 
the part about selling my brand. And I don't know how to sell my brand. You know, for so long, I've always been a student. For the last 21 years of my life, I've been a student and I've been nothing else. I've been a student. I've been a, I, I'm, I'm a daughter. I'm um, uh, whatever. I'm a podcast host now. So there's that that I'm adding to the list. But I feel like for because I've been a student for so long and I've had that label on me, for such a long time and I just can't disconnect from it it's become hard for me to kind of formulate my own brand because what am I going to say I'm not I'm so uninteresting at this age I'm so inexperienced at this age um I can't say that I'm on I'm an, I'm an uh, entrepreneur because I'm not I would love to be one day but I'm not right now uh, I would love to say that um I'm an avid reader but I've only read one book over the last two months, which is good considering that I've read zero over the last, you know, before those two months that passed, actually the first and last book I read was uh, A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khalid Hosseini in July. And it was an incredible book. I finished it in a week because it was that good. But then I tried to get back into reading a week later, literally, and I couldn't get into it. Because I felt like the book wasn't good enough. It did captivate me, which is fair. Like, obviously, if the book isn't good, you're not going to force yourself to read it. But for me, it's like I wanted every book to be like A Thousand Splendid Sons, to be as good as that book, which obviously isn't going to be the case. So you see the pattern here? You see what's going on? Um, And it's hard for me to come to terms with that on my end because I'm like, I'm letting myself down over silly excuses. And I don't know how to fix it. And I don't know if other people go through this, actually. You know, many people go through with struggles about their identity, struggles about um, who they are, what they want out of life. Um, And for me, it's not just that side of things. It's also the side of who am I outside of work? Who am I outside of being a student? That's the question that I'm trying to answer here. That's the question that I'm trying to build an answer for every single day be it in my pursuit of different hobbies, be it in my pursuit of um, a business idea that I can build on. There are so many things that I want to do. There are so many things that I can only do in 24 hours in the day. And I really hope that I don't reach a point where I put so much pressure on myself to try and perfect every skill that I want to possess and every hobby that I want to take on because it becomes obsessive it becomes unhealthy it kind of becomes this it has this reverse effect instead of actually helping you to become a better person overall to become more well-rounded you're becoming toxic with yourself you're becoming less and less connected with who you are because you're forcing you're trying to force fit all of these different activities that you see other people do into yourself where that puzzle piece doesn't fit into your puzzle you know it it has no place because it was never meant for you for for it to be there anyways there's no shape for it there's no space for it you just have to find that one piece that actually fits and you can finally feel like this whole person and until that happens at least for me, I have those empty gaps that I'm trying to fill with this podcast, actually. 
with, you know, um, different uh, clubs that I'm a part of, with different um, extracurricular activities that I try to take on in my free time because I don't like to have nothing to do. You know, that's something that I'm going to talk about in another podcast episode. But I, as a part, like, I think this is part of my brand too. I don't like feeling like I have nothing to do. I want to be working towards something all the time. I want to have a to-do list. I want to have, I'm, that's a new thing for me, by the way. Not a new thing completely, but it's this thing I've realized where I really love lists. It's very bad. <laughs> it's really bad because I check my list before I go to bed. I check my list when I wake up and it's it's not the best thing to wake up to when you have like a ton of things to do on your on your on your list obviously, right? So I think to conclude um this episode cannot bring more true to like the idea of being a human in progress because I'm still trying to figure out what I like, you know. I love art, but I'm not an artist. I love music. I really, really love music, but I'm not a musician. I really love food, but I'm not a baker and I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef. You know, there are so many things that I love, but I just don't have the underlying talent for or underlying the the knack for it. You know what I mean? And I think many people would agree with that. But if you have a talent of your own, and if you have a hobby of your own, don't quit it. Don't stop doing it. Don't stop pursuing it. Find time. Find ways to stay consistent, to stay disciplined, and in line with that talent or that hobby that you have. Because it will make you feel you're most alive when you have to cave to everything else that's going on around the world. You know, It might be your only source of positivity. It might be your only source of light. So don't let go of it. Find that passion. And if you don't find it now, you will eventually. If it's not now, it's in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, sometimes even beyond that. If you're lucky enough to to grow old, if you're blessed enough to grow old, you will find it. And I think I need to take start taking my own advice because one day I'm bound to find the one thing that will want to get, that will push me to get out of bed that will make me want to get out of bed and say okay you know what I'm gonna wake up today I'm gonna play the piano uh, I'm gonna wake up today I'm going to um, I don't know bake a cake you know it could be very simple hobbies like the ones I've described and maybe even more complex ones that I'm not familiar with so like I said don't quit it stay consistent with it and see where it takes you and before I wrap up I actually want to touch on um, a concept that one of my favorite YouTubers slash podcast hosts, Emma Chamberlain, has said in one of her podcast episodes about this like concept of finding a passion, finding a hobby, finding out who you are, um, which obviously this, this conversation doesn't end here in this episode alone. But what she said was the following. When you have a passion, or actually before that, Everybody has this like ball of energy inside them, okay? When you have a passion or when you have this hobby that that brings you joy, okay? Whether it's going to the gym or, uh, you know, baking, cooking, uh, playing an instrument, etc. That energy inside you and within you will automatically attach itself to that hobby. 
and you're going to feel happy you're going to feel positive you're going to feel alive when you're doing it because that energy within you is being invested into something that is yours and only yours that's unique to you and makes you uh, happy in that moment that you're doing it maybe even before and after but when you don't have a passion when you don't have like this calling you know this hobby that that just makes you feel really good inside that ball of energy has nothing to attach to so guess what that ball of energy does it starts to act in reverse it starts to behave in reverse it starts eating at you it starts yeah the the energy is is being invested negatively now towards you it's eating away at you in such a way that it's eating away at you in, in a way that you are speaking negatively to yourself you are blaming yourself for things that you cannot control you know so think of that next time you try to find a hobby next time you are doing or practicing your hobby think about that energy and where you want that energy to be invested where you want that energy to go do you want it to behave in reverse or do you want it to act in your favor because i'm definitely going to keep that in the back of my mind the next time i attempt to bake some cookies I'm going to make sure of that, that the energy within me is invested positively towards a thing I'm acting on, towards a thing I'm a part of today and now, in the now, not have it act in reverse and, and allow it to eat away at me and blame me and make myself feel guilty for not having something that makes me who I am, because I'm still trying to figure that out, because guess what, folks? We're all humans in progress. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And I'll be back next week with a new episode. Maybe another one this week even. Where we talk about some other good stuff. Some other cool stuff. Um, I'm very excited to see where this podcast goes. I'm very excited to see how many people listen to this episode. I don't know how... Or whether or not actually if I'm going to promote it, I think I want to keep it to myself for now and keep it as a platform for me to, as expression, just for me on a personal level and then see whether or not I'm ready for the world to listen to it. So yeah, I hope you all have a good day or night, wherever you are. And I'll see you or you'll actually hear me in the next episode on the Human in Progress podcast. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 